What's up, everybody? This is your host, Josh. And this is your host, Rail. Welcome to Econics Talks. This is our podcast, and we're going to be talking about different lifestyle topics, entrepreneurship, and investing. We want to inform you, educate you, and empower you so that you can maximize your life. Let's get started. What's up, everybody? This is another episode of Econics Talks. And today's discussion, we're going to be talking about how to build a team around you. Um, A lot of startups and a lot of people find difficulty in building a very solid team around them. So we're going to dive a little bit deeper and go into some details on how to get that done. Um, Just want to explain the importance of, of building a team around you. So if you don't build a team around you that is a you know reliable team, there's a lot of power in doing that. And if you don't do that, then you'll find yourselves in in a situation that you you'll learn to hate. Um because the right team is essential to getting things done. Um when you have the right team, things just fall in place. Things are aligned. You don't have to worry about things getting done. You have people that are reliable. You have people that you can count on. And you also have people that kind of think, help think ahead of you to get things done that take things off of your plate as the business owner or just you're, you have the idea and you're running things. So um, there's, a, there's a lot of power in building a very solid team. And I can't stress that enough. So let's talk about, you know, in a little bit more detail how that actually works. So first things first, the first thing that you want to look for when you're trying to recruit people or just look for people who have uh, what it takes to be on your team. First things first, you need to see if they have a passion and dream that's similar to yours. You know, it's very important because. They have to be aligned with your vision. They have to understand your vision and they have to buy into your vision. So if you don't even believe in your vision, then you won't be able to recruit anybody. So for a lot of entrepreneurs out there who who aren't necessarily confident in their idea, then you won't be able to sell the idea. Everybody's in sales. So when you when you're looking for people, you want to make sure that you're able to explain with with passion. You want to explain, you know, in detail exactly what your vision is. And then you have to figure out, can that person get behind those goals and ideas? Can that person, you know, can they, can, can they see themselves supporting, you know, your business? Can they, um, can they push themselves past, you know, regular hours for your business? So that's what it means when, you know, it says, are they aligned with your vision? Do they fall in line? Do they fall in place? Do they fit that puzzle piece that you're missing to help complete, you know, your team so that they can get things done. You also want to make sure that you ask, you know, detailed questions. You know, you want to dig a little bit deeper when you're talking about passion, dreams, because um, you won't you won't be able to get those types of questions on the surface. A lot of times we tend to recruit people that we know, and that's a good thing, but it also hinders some of the judgment. So you don't want to be in a situation where 
you're recruiting people that you know, and because you know them, they'll do good things for you. That's not always how this works, because the majority of times people really don't work well with people that they know or their friends. Um, it's not a one off. That's not that's not saying that it's impossible, but the likelihood is not. Um, everybody works differently and you have different relationships. So sometimes it's better to keep business as business. And, you know, some some relationships aren't worth risking because at the end of the day, if a friend of yours damages your brand or isn't as passionate about your brand as you are or isn't able to give the, the level of energy that you are, then a lot of times, you know, you start feeling some type of way. And because you start feeling some type of way, then you jeopardize a relationship that's already in place and nobody wants to lose that. So make sure that that person is passionate and that their dreams are similar and that they just align with your vision and can see themselves working within your vision. Number two, skill sets that you absolutely need. This is so important. As a leader, it is extremely important to know your weaknesses, know your strengths, know what you need on your team. If you aren't good at social media, make sure somebody on your team is. If you don't know how to do web design, if you really suck at communications, then you need to have somebody on your team that is good at those things. Great leaders know their strengths and weaknesses, and great leaders also surround themselves around people who can you know, make up for their weaknesses. You want to make sure that you get these people on your team because if not, then you're, you're, you're going to really struggle. When you're looking for people or when you're thinking about people, then you, you want to make sure that, you know, these individuals are multi-skilled. They want to, you want them to come to the table with more than one skill set. Um, what that means is, do they do web design? Yes. Well, can they also make social media posts? Yes. Are they good at Photoshop? Are they good at making videos? Yes. Um, can they balance the checkbook? And then can they also do phone calls and do whatever you guys need them to do? You want to make sure that these people that you're looking for have multiple skill sets that they can bring to the table. Um, what that does is you don't have to recruit as big of a team. Also, when you're talking to these individuals, you want to make sure that you look for past achievements and a portfolio. It's easy for anybody to say, you know, I could sit here and tell you um, I made a million dollars last year and I can say that and say that and say that. But until somebody actually looks into my history and looks at the facts, that's when you'll realize, well, I didn't make a million dollars last year. So it's this <clears throat> it goes for the same when you're looking for partners and you're looking for a team of people to help, you know, push your vision forward. If they say that they're the best, you know, web designer, if they say that they're the best at building a social media page or, you know, reaching out to people, whatever, they have the most community contacts. Well, you want to test that. Look for a portfolio, look for their past achievements and actually um, look for something tangible that they can show. You know, a lot of times people like to BS you. And then when you start asking questions, then they start to kind of fall by the wayside because they start to realize, oh, wow, like I didn't come prepared for this because I wasn't expecting these types of detailed questions. Don't be a business owner or entrepreneur that isn't detailed because 
If you take the people that you bring on lightly, they will take you lightly. You want to make sure that you vet everyone as much as you can. So when you're looking for these people, I want to stress this, make sure that they can prove that they have achieved in this area already. If they have not, then they're most likely not going to be a good addition to your team. Number three, you want to make sure that the people that you're working with and the people that you're recruiting are flexible. And when I say flexible, I'm not just referring to time. Time is extremely important because as entrepreneurs, you can be working a 16, 17 hour day some days. Some days you can only work five. It all depends on what you have going on. So when you have a team of people, you want to make sure that they are as flexible as possible. A lot of times in, you know, startup environments, it can be very chaotic. Well, when you have this team, you want to make sure that they are flexible and that the right expectations are set on your end to let them know that, hey, you know, I'm still figuring a lot of things out. So please expect, you know, this environment may be a little not say maybe a little stressful, but maybe a little not and not stressful isn't the right term, but intense. So the, the environment may be a little intense at times. So if you can't handle that, then this may not be a good fit for you. You know, a lot of times there are very chaotic moments when you're dealing with entrepreneurship. Everybody's trying to learn the, the lay of the land. Everybody's trying to figure things out at the same time. So it's not going to always be roses because there are going to be mistakes made and they need to understand that you're going to make mistakes. They're going to make mistakes, but you want to minimize and limit those mistakes. So with that, you want to make sure you're dealing with people who are flexible with their time and flexible with how their workload may change. They have to be able to adapt to, you know, to the, to the situation. Are they adaptable? Are they easygoing? Are they, are they going to, you know, get angry at every moment? where you change something and then they're complaining about it to everybody else that brings the morale down. If they are, you know, if they're a complainer, then they're probably going to bring a lot of negative energy because the minute something doesn't go their way, they're going to give you pushback. So, and pushback isn't bad, but you know, when you start to, to bring down, you know, the energy in the room and the morale of the, of the team, then that's a problem. So make sure you're dealing with people who can adapt to a lot of situations and understand the chaos. Also, you have to understand that change is constant. And with them, the people who you're trying to recruit, they need to know as well that it's going to be constant change. Any startup you go through, anybody who's starting out a new business, you're never going to figure it out in the first month, in the first two months. It's going to take you a year, maybe two years. It's going to take some time. So you have to understand that you have to be patient. And with that patience, you're going to make mistakes again, like I just said. And then you have to understand that with those mistakes, that change is constant because you got to learn from them and then you got to make changes. So you may not do things like you did in month number one as you're doing in month number six, because if you're not changing, you're not growing. You want to make sure you're constantly looking for new opportunities to grow. And when you're working with these people, they have to be flexible and adaptable and have that adaptability to be able to fit into that puzzle piece. Number four, entrepreneurial spirit. Make sure that the people that you bring on have this spirit about them. You know, there are some people who may have the skill sets that you need and they may be great at organizing. They may be great at time management but they don't have an entrepreneurial spirit. 
And what that simply means is, can they buy into your idea? Can they bring in new and innovative ideas to the table? What are their long-term goals? These are things that you want to know. Are, you know, and more than likely, they're going to be here for a short period of time because they're probably trying to start their own business. But what they want to do is get an opportunity to learn a skill set under your brand, under your company. So that way they can leverage that and use that as a tool and piece for their business. That's okay. We should be willing to prop up others and allow and give others opportunities. So when you're looking at people, do they have that type of a spirit about them? Is that it, is their energy, you know, is it a corporate energy? And again, it's not bad to have a corporate corporate energy. It's not bad to say, I want to work for a company all my life and, and move up the ranks. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, but when you look at a startup, then you want to make sure you're dealing with people who have that type of spirit because those are the people who are more flexible. Those are the people who understand that startups can be chaotic. Those are the people who are who are willing to take on multiple tasks in order to buy into the idea and get things done so that they have more and they feel, you know, like they've accomplished something at work. Number five, willingness to learn. If you're dealing with anybody, you want to make sure that you as the business owner, the entrepreneur, that the people that you bring on have a willingness to learn. You know, when I um, when I look at the team that I have, you know, you want to make sure that you build a team environment. Like everybody's included. Um, you know, you are the chief, but you also have some Indians. But those Indians might, you know, they might have some some good ideas. You want to give them that opportunity to do so, um, and also you want to give them an opportunity to learn things as well. So, do they have you know that that ability to? Ask questions. Are they constantly searching? Are they constantly seeking out new ideas and, and advice from different people around the office? Are, are they, do they come off as a person who is very inquisitive and not curious to be nosy, but curious because they genuinely want to know more? So these are the types of things that, that are very, very, very important. You want to also look for in that willingness to learn topic, somebody who's proactive. This is very, very important. If a person is not proactive, then they're more than likely going to be reactive. And when you're dealing with a startup, you want to deal with the least amount of reactive responses as possible. Um, you never plan for failure, but you prepare for the worst. You want to make sure that if something does go wrong, that you're prepared to handle it. You're not planning for failure, but you are prepared in case anything goes wrong to adjust, make those moves, and then go forward. So when you're dealing with people who are proactive, a lot of times they'll be able to navigate and see things that are coming and they can help you move past it and not make as many mistakes as you would, uh, you know, as opposed to working with somebody who's necessary, who's reactive. So make sure that you start to to, to, you know, look at those things. So for anybody who's thinking about, you know, recruiting a team or how do I recruit a team? What are the things that, that I should look for, you know, when I start to look at building out my team for, for my business? 
Um, number one, make sure their passion and dream is similar to yours. Number two, make sure that there's that they have skill sets that you absolutely need. Number three, they have to be flexible. Number four, they have to have that entrepreneurial spirit. And number five, they have to have a willingness to learn. These five things are keys to success. Apply these and I promise you, you will start to see success in your business. Last but not least, guys, thank you. This is the this is um our episode for today. Like, subscribe, and comment. Share this with your friends if you have not already. Thank you, guys. We just hit 5,000 subscribers on Instagram. If you are not following us, it is Econix, E-C-O-N-I-X with an underscore at the end. Follow us. We also have a group chat if you want to connect with us on the daily. Make sure you guys join that group chat as well. Um, I'll link all the show notes. I'll link everything in the show notes, and we'll go from there, guys. Y'all have a great week. I'm looking forward to it. Have a good one. Peace.